All right, we are back for, I don't know, a Zoom or a podcast, or I, I don't know what it's going to be. Uh, it's basically Mitchell Forty and me talking. So, uh, I don't know. What's up, man? I don't know much. It's been about a month since we've uh, graced people's presence with just the two of us talking right. over their airwaves. So. They probably like better having someone else as like a buffer. Um, <laughs> it's It's weird. Like, it seems like really nothing should – be happening but there's been a decent amount of things that have happened over the last three four weeks I feel like yeah for sure I think especially uh, on the recruiting front mainly basketball trying to field a, a roster next year uh, add some transfers so and then you know obviously the the speculation that has been going on with around the uh, the fall sports right. and whatnot so yeah we have a decent amount to talk about the uh, I, so basketball recruiting like Everybody likes this phrase, the new normal, um, and that's they're not referring to basketball recruiting when they talk about that. But I feel like this is kind of going to be the new normal. Like Missouri's going to go try to sign a high school guy or two in the fall, and then it's going to be let's see what we can get in the transfer portal. And you're going to have minimum of one every year, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's more. Yeah, and I, I honestly, I mean, I, I'm not sure that's a terrible strategy, um, you know, because so many kids under the portal, I think we're at like 750 kids right now in the transfer portal. It's insane. Um, you know, the competition is always tough, uh, as you're seeing. I think these kids, you know, with, with so many schools having openings from their own players transferring or going to the NBA draft, you know, these people are just like, let, let me fill the spot. And then they, and you get a lot of offers for a kid who maybe doesn't deserve all of them. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, like next year they're going to need to take more than one high school kid because they're going to have a lot of openings, but I think it's smart to leave, you know, at least one spot open for a transfer in the spring, especially as we move towards the, I think, relatively imminent reality either this year or next of, of the waiver process being gone and everyone getting a one-time free pass. Yeah. And, and I think it's a smart thing to leave one open, but like, this can't be the main way the program it still has to be yeah. built on recruiting high school kids and signing kids in the early signing period because for every Cassius Robertson there's probably four or five like non-Cassius Robertsons I mean guys guys that I've legitimate and look I, I don't pay nearly the attention to college basketball I used to but guys I've legitimately never heard of or hearing from 30 power five programs within 24 hours that's yeah. more an indication to me of how desperate people are to, to find talent than it is these guys are maybe good enough. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, you, you definitely, and I think, you know, as we've rehashed, we've talked about with this class before, you don't want your entire, you know, recruiting class every year to be one two-star big man. I mean, you want to, yeah, the lifeblood of the program to still be developing four-year players. Um, and that's definitely something that the staff needs to address, especially in this, you know, upcoming recruiting class of 2021. Um, for right now, I mean, you know, we've talked about this team for this coming season is, you know, maybe you would one player away, d depending on how, <clears throat> uh, you know, the, the draft stuff goes. If Xavier Pinson and Jeremiah Tillman come back, maybe, you know, you add a score and they have a chance to, to you know, break through and get to that NCAA tournament. Now, I don't know of the players who are left in the transfer portal you know, especially those graduate transfers who would be Im immediately eligible if that player exists. But right now, I think the more focus is is on just getting bodies who are going to be around for that 2021-2022 season when as of right now, they have like slated to have like five or six players. Yeah, the, the focus for me personally, just selfishly, is signing the guy named Cavassier. 
Oh, I'm yeah, a no big doubt. fan of that. I, I don't <laughs> remember his last name. I know he's from a D2 school, but like, I very rarely will you hear me say, I really want Missouri to sign. I really want Missouri to sign that guy. That's, yeah, I, also, I don't want to type his name, but I want to say it. When you say very rarely do you want Missouri to sign a guy, when you do say it, it always has to do with the name. There's always. No 100%. Yeah. Um, but that, that, would be, that would be up there as, as far as best names yeah. to play here. Yeah. It'd be challenging to type, though, every time. I mean, it's, that's probably even harder than Okwebunum. Well, fortunately, though, that's his first name. So, like, true, we would, true. we'd only have to type it once. Yeah, very true. Yeah, Albert's yeah. last name, you had to type it every time. Um, yeah, that's yeah. – So, speaking of Albert, I don't know. The NFL draft is tomorrow night. Like, this thing is going to set record ratings for the yeah. – Everybody who likes any sort – I mean, I saw, I saw last week the WNBA draft. I saw a tweet that said, like, the WNBA draft set, set records. And, like, I mean – we're starved for sports. Like, that's just yeah. – that's all that is. Oh, I'm excited for the NFL draft, not only because it represents, you know, semi-live sports, but also I think it's going to be, like, kind of a total disaster. You know, you have could you, be. all this things happening virtually. I, and, you know, you, have you been – I don't know if you've been reading, like, the stories about the things that GMs are doing to, like, make sure their bandwidth is good. I want, like, like the know, anonymous some, logo to pop up in the middle of the Bengals draft <laughs> yeah, like what, Like, you know, some GM, like, knocked down a wall in his house for no reason <laughs> to, to get, like, better reception or something. So, I don't know. I think, and you know, there's certainly always the possibility, like, you know, someone's going to try to hack into this thing. I don't know oh, if that's yeah. possible, but I'm, I feel like, it, I mean, it, it could, it could very easily happen. So uh, I'm kind of excited to just see how it all runs. And then of course, like you said, to, to get, you know, semi-live sports. Well, and I think it'll be interesting because I was listening to the Yahoo podcast this morning that uh, Therese Paler and Charles Robinson do. And they said, this whole thing has made it a lot harder for them to get accurate information. And for guys who do yeah. mock drafts, because, in the past, like you might have 20 guys on a team who are in the room who are hearing conversations. Now, nobody's in a room. Like the coach knows who they like. The GM knows who they like. The scouts probably don't know. The assistant coaches don't really know. So there's fewer people to leak information. So you might see a draft where like all of a sudden at the number four pick, we're all like, oh my God, this whole thing is just way different than we expected. Yeah, and especially I think mid to late first round, I think that's where you're really going to like see people who are like, wait, what? I, I don't know. I, you know maybe that, what? DeMarcus like, Acey just went 16th overall? <laughs> probably, probably not that. <laughs> I mean, okay. I, I would be willing to guess no one's ever been picked in the first round after not being invited to the combine, but maybe he'd be the maybe. first. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but... but uh, it, there will be, I don't know, somewhere between two and six Missouri players drafted. I've found over the years, it's always probably a little smarter to lean toward the lower number of that. Right. It's just because yeah. there's a lot more guys out there than we realize. Like, mm -hmm. basically, after the, I'd say, mid-third round, I've probably heard of fewer than 50% of the players who get picked. Oh, way fewer. Yeah, I mean, you know, you've got, you know, I mean, all these teams that have – you know, similar players to, to, you know, Yassir Durant or Cale Garrett, who like, you know, maybe but I don't are, know who they, they are. They have a chance, but yeah, we don't know who they are. And then you've also got, you know, all those small schools who get their one player drafted every year, you know, your Emporia state or whatever. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think, I, I think at least two will be picked. I would guess, I think probably three. Uh, I I'd feel safe being like, I think three will get picked, but I don't know who the third will be between Yassir Durant or DeMarcus AC or Trevor Sims or Tristan Castillo or Keo Garrett. But uh, yeah, I think Jordan Elliott and Alberto are, are probably locks. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so other than that, I mean, football recruit, like people ask me questions about football recruiting and I'm just like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's happening. Like the coaches are FaceTiming kids and sending graphics and stuff, but the part of football recruiting you guys are interested in, which is commitments, that's not really happening. I mean, right. here and there, there are some, there haven't, I, Missouri got one, I don't know, three, four, about three weeks ago, but there's not going to be a lot of it. Right. And even if, commitments do happen right now like i'm not sure i'd put a ton of stock in it i mean you're, right. it's a literally a blind commitment unless it's like an gonna... in-state kid who has visited right. here three times and just says forget it i'm i'm go here yeah. and i don't need to worry about the exactly rest. right i mean these kids are gonna i would think take their official visits or at least a few of them once they get the chance so uh yeah they've been doing like the virtual evaluation stuff um the past few days get, trying to reach out to all the coaches in the state, I think they've, they've gone through mid-Missouri to St. Louis to now Kansas City, according to Twitter. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's, you know, it's happening. They're, they're getting creative. Um, but I don't think, yeah, like, you know, we're going to have a lot of substantial developments on that front for a little while, at least until and kids can visit. That's why, like, from our perspective, it's like we're going to hit a point where this has to end because just for – us to be able to write anything worthwhile because like I said even people you know what's going on with the football we don't know guys like we're not yeah. around any of those people like we may get a zoom call with Eli Drinkwitz once a month which is fine but like I don't really have anything to ask him you know I mean I don't know what he can tell us that he couldn't tell us three weeks ago so so why so many of the stories you're seeing are about things that happened in the past because like nobody nothing is happening you know i mean they're having meetings with kids but like i can't do a story about like what charlie harbison told the quarterbacks on a zoom call i mean there's nothing interesting about that you know how much charlie harbison and curtis looper look alike <laughs> yes a hundred percent that was my error on that yeah no um but yeah i I'm, i mean i'm with you obviously you don't like you know like Oh, we also, I forgot, I did think when you were talking, we did forget to mention that Mizzou did pick up a grad transfer on the oh, football right. recruiting side. So there's that uh, guy from Rutgers who may or may not play center. I don't know. Um, that's the extent of our knowledge. May but or yeah, may not I mean, punch the quarterback after a touchdown, which I yeah. saw that video. It was amazing. I'd never seen that video before. I hadn't either. That was good. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, right now there's, you know, the occasional like newsworthy update, but I think you know, I mean, 90% of what's going on is, is people, you know, looking back at, at old stuff or finding people they haven't written a profile about the profile and then the speculation. Right. Calling uh, somebody is, and saying, do you think we're going to play football in August? Yeah. You know, which is just to come it, up it, with salacious headlines. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's people want to know, but it's also gets pretty worthless because truly none of us do know it, you know? Right. And like, nobody wants to know more than we do. Well, yeah. let me, let me correct that, actually. Nobody wants to know more than we do, as long as the answer is yes. Because, like, I, ha I have seen some people finally fighting back. This whole idea on Twitter that if you say they might not play football in, in September, somehow you don't want to – there is nothing dumber than thinking somebody who does what we do does not want football to happen in September. We 100% yeah, do. That would, yeah, that is like, how we make our money. I mean, I, I hate, like – 
I hate some of the non-conference games, but like I would gladly cover a game against SEMO kicking off at 8.30 p.m. on September 5th. That would be fine with me. Central Arkansas is the game on the schedule. Central Arkansas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I couldn't happened, remember who they played. I mean, yeah, that would have been like the least, you know, I mean, you know, like a, say a year ago at this time, you know, when oh. you don't know there's going to be a coaching change, you don't know all this is going to happen. You're like, oh, the Central Arkansas game, that'll probably be, you know, it'll probably be one of those 99-degree games, Very Memorial Day or Labor Day weekend, whichever it is that weekend, and you know there will be like three thousand people there. Like that's going to be like the the biggest event in the world if it happens. Oh, if it happens, I will gladly use the stat. Yeah, I will gladly use the stat sheets to wipe sweat off my face for three and a half hours in the press box during that game. Uh, Central Arkansas, uh, yeah, Scotty Pippen and Corliss Williamson. Corliss Williamson was once the basketball coach there. That's my. Right. That's the extent of my knowledge. Uh, I don't really feel like we established anything new, but like at least we talked. Yeah, that's some stuff. I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's anything we didn't touch on. Yeah. Any big uh, quarantine projects? Somebody somebody suggested on the message board maybe you could remodel your apartment during this. I've been growing this beard. I'm pretty proud of it. But I think <laughs> I'm going to shave it soon. It's getting too long. Like the hairs are like, it, it's, I don't think it's getting any fuller. It's just getting long. And so right. I just play with it all day. It's okay. actually, I think, dropped down my productivity. Although there's no, nothing really to do to be productive. There's, so. there's no other direction for it to go, really. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I got nothing. I'm going to play golf tomorrow. So Nice. Good yeah. luck. Maybe. it Unless it rains, which is right. probably going to. Then... I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to surf the internet and watch Netflix. (laughs) The usual. Yeah. All right. Uh, Have a good one. We'll talk another time.